need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back. AMQ, on a scale from zero to losing your mind, might have to change your pants. Where are you at today with our for our guest? <laughs> I think I should ask you that question. I have a pair of pants sitting right next to me to change mm, into if right. needed. That's where I'm, I'm at. I'm staying passionate, but that's why I'm wearing a tank top. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't have to like, you know, deal with the puddle under my armpits. That's just uncomfortable. Yes. That's so good. T- I'd tank top. smell my own stank than feel my own stank. <laughs> beautiful we really came out of the gates fantastic and we wanted you all boo crew to have a sense of where we were at emotionally and mentally because (laughs) quick story time before we do our intro this lovely human uh when amq and i first started talking about a dream list of guests i was like this might be far-fetched but you know i'd really like to have this amazing human on our podcast and super casually amq goes oh yeah i know her i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, you have any idea how much I'm clenching my whole body right now because you just casually brought that up? Like, I have that shirt. Oh, I know this amazing powerhouse of a human. So, without further ado, she is the hype human of life, so I wanted to try my best to give that type of energy of an intro. So, we're going to drop a little, maybe a jock jams, maybe a beat drop in the back. She is a three-time certified life coach and speaker, passionate about inner confidence. She's all about the meditations, the workshops, the keynotes. Let's give it up for Coach Carrie. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) What's up, everybody? Thank you for having me. Pumped to be here. What's up, boo? Hello. So pumped. So pumped that you're here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. We made it work. It worked. And we knew that we were gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, but she did. And I was really yeah. trusting Becca, of that. That's fair. Becca that's was fair. like, <laughs> such a far-fetched list. It's that unconditional support that we have. And so she knew that no matter what, we were going to make it work. We just didn't exactly know what. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. That was just, it was just... I wish that there was like a fly on the wall or that we recorded that footage. It, it has to be on Zoom at some point. That I, my face, my eyeballs almost fell out of my head. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> we should see because we were like <laughs> having, making a list of like our dream guests, right? I'm just, you know, saying that she's like, okay, I have, I have some, but I don't know if I should put it out there. It was so funny. And she's like, so I don't know if you know Raya, Coach Carrie. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> No yeah. way. Like yeah. I'm, I've honestly, I'm, I have to be completely, I find it almost surreal that other people feel that way about me because when, when you're in it, I'm just me all the time. I show up as me 24 totally. seven. I've been me since I was in grade four. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just me. It's just like regular day. And then when I have people tell me that, I'm like, really? That's shocking. I'm like, what? <laughs> Like I was biking the other day and someone just like came up to me and just looked at me and I took out my headphone. I was like, I was like, hi. And they were like, hey, um, I follow you on social media and I just want to say hi. I love everything you're doing. And I was like, oh, my God, what's your name? Because I'm not like it's not like, whoa, it's you. It's just like 
let, we're humans. Let's all just mm-hmm. be humans. But it's also like I'm learning to embrace it because you know what? That means that people are feeling my energy and that means that me being my authentic self is spreading. And I think that's the coolest thing ever. So, so Becca, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We've come a long way since all those nights on Richmond, John and Peter. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> oh, man. Those were fun. Are those humans? Are those people or places? <laughs> Bruh. No, those are streets where all, all the clubs in Toronto used to oh. be. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I was like, are these people that you guys... <laughs> what? That we were on? <laughs> <laughs> we just made a let this podcast just immediately just thank took, god uh, took a, that escalated real quick <laughs> but we had a lot of fun you know i think that yeah when you're that age and you're doing parties it can either go you know almost it feels like one of two ways one way is kind of like south partying and that's it or the other way is you're networking you're understanding how to build sponsorships partnerships mm-hmm. and and connect with other people so that's totally how I used it. And that's one of the reasons why my network is so big in Toronto is because I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't backstabbing people. If someone said, if I said to someone, hey, I'll meet you outside and I'll give you a free bottle, blah, 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 boom, boom. Even if the club said no, I would figure out a way to get that person that bottle to be a woman of my word, no matter what. And then I didn't need a team. Yeah. In that realm, I was the only woman, queer, chubby, black doing it. Yep. And everyone thought it was, I was an anomaly. They're like, how? Mm -hmm. And then when I started to look at things objectively, it was because of respect and integrity, which to be honest with you, in the party realm is kind of rare. Yeah, it doesn't exist really. It's hard to come So now people who I partied with 10 years ago are like, oh yeah, you were amazing. So can I book you at my company? I now own this, this, this. I'm like, what? Okay. So you never know who people are, but I think it, it really comes down to just, you know, lead. that's why I say lead with love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never know who, who someone is and it shouldn't matter because mm-hmm. they have, I always mm-hmm. say, if you have a heart beating in your chest, that means you're human. And that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Or, I mean, yes. if you're an animal or a mammal, <laughs> you have a heart beating in your chest. <laughs> you're, you're living, you know, you're alive. You're living. That's it. That's the only requirement. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but I love that we can reflect and, and you, you know me from those days because I feel like I'm the same person. Yeah. And like I and like a part of me, I think back and sometimes, you know, when you like look at Facebook memories come up or whatever and you're like, oof. But you're also like, I mean, am I really that different? Like, not really. You know, like I was the girl. I was the small 4'10", loud girl with the big booty that would show up at the bar and like you knew I was there. But For how sure. am I any different now? I'm not any different now. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, I was like, girl, you have not grown height-wise. <laughs> okay, if anything, you're probably four and a half, and a half now. Sorry. <laughs> girl, you've done a lot of growth, but not in the height department. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I feel like we grow and evolve and mature, but the the foundation is the same. The energy, the totally. personality is the same. Yeah. That's how you know you're a real one. It's true, you know, it is how you know you're a real one. You know, the worst thing in the world is when people, I've always had this nightmare. It's never happened to me, at least not that I know of, but that somebody meets me in real life and it's like, oh, you're nothing like you are on the internet. Like that would make me so sad. That would be a, a game changer for me. Yeah. Right? I would be so sad me and too. probably disappointed in myself. But when the first time that started to happen, 
And they're like, oh, you're exactly like how you are online. I remember being like, that's so weird. I was like, isn't everybody? Right? Yeah. And they were like, right. no. And I was like, what's happening yeah. here? <laughs> I, w- I thought it was the strangest thing anyone's ever said to me. I literally, I literally remember being confused. I was like, is this a compliment? Is this a, is this a jab? Is this passive aggressive? What's happening? <laughs> is this passive aggressive? She was like, yeah. And she was like, no, I meet a lot of influencers or, you know, people, this, that, and they're completely different or like they're outgoing online and they're com- mute, completely shy in person. And I was like, oh, who has the time to do that? How I, so much work, right? Doesn't that sound like, it's exhausting to think about that. It's way, I would rather lean into the work of vulnerability and showing up that yeah. way than to put on a whole yeah. different human <laughs> What? And also, then you have to keep track of like whose personality knows what. Oh, right. Who knows like, which? Who are you in this scenario? Right to who? Yeah. No. 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 Thank you. No, I mean, thank you. Listen. Thank you so much. I have the courage to be disliked. So, like, if you don't like me, that makes it a lot easier for me because then it's fine. I don't need to. Like, it's it's whatever. Agreed right? completely. <laughs> Moving on. Agreed completely. Like, yeah. Your loss. Yeah. Anyways, so I mean, like, you didn't even really need an introduction, but we gave you one. <laughs> I practiced in the shower before this. She did. She practiced. I love it. Let's hear it. There was a there was acoustic, you know, um, in the shower, so she was really excited about it. So, if you had to, if you had to define yourself, we want to oh. know who is Raya, aka Coach Carrie. Huh? If I had to define myself, <sighs> tough one, right? It's hard for sure. Also because. <laughs> Now I'm at the place where Coach Carrie is taking a life on its own. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just require mm. me as much anymore. And Rhea is always a constant mm-hmm. growing. But Coach Carrie is growing too. So sometimes I'll say to my friends, Co- Coach hat off. Mm-hmm. You know, and that means, oh, we're going to a cottage for the weekend. That means I'm not here to hold space. As a human, as Rhea, I will always hold space. That's just who I am innately. But it means I'm, I'm turning my mind off a bit. Right. It means I'm here to relax. It means I'm here to take care of myself, right? Whereas if the coaching hat on, then I'm, I'm usually processing every word everybody says. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just part of the work because I'm, how can I, and then then being, you know, how can I support someone? So I would say to define myself, number one is lead with love. And that means so much, but for me, it really means, you know, taking care of yourself so that you can show up in the world as your best, whatever that may be. And for me, me showing up is being thoughtful, caring, kind, holding space and being a leader. And that's, those are, I think, like core pillars of who I am and they always will be. And then also being fun and loud and obnoxious and not caring what other people think. Like, if you're in Toronto and I'm waiting for the streetcar, like, I'm probably dancing. Mm-hmm. The amount of time that people have stopped and been like, we saw you dancing. And I'm like, that's amazing. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed, you know. If anything, people are like, oh, I wish that I was so free and comfortable within myself to do the same. So I would say that's me in a nutshell. For anyone who's just meeting me. <laughs> Love it. Love that. <laughs> this has been, I have been waiting on the edge of my seat to talk about this topic with you because. Let's do it. <laughs> you share a lot about whales on your Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I want to know, I want to know why whales, but I want to know why, because 
I cannot tell you how many times I've shared my your story to AMQ. I'm like this, I'm terrified. Yeah, so many times. They, <laughs> and I'm like, I will not, I will not skip the story. And I feel like in some way, maybe watching these videos, I'm going to get over my fear of whales. So we're going to have a little would you rather. I want you to explain why whales first off. And then I have a little would you rather that is I whale. I love that. <laughs> She literally right okay. she'll send me, she'll be like, but like this one is not that scary. This one's like less scary. And then she'll send me another one and she'll be like, no, no, this one is definitely scary. I actually have, I, I think out of like, I think like there's five people who are like, please, like I can't, but I'm going to watch it, but it like scares me. And I'm like, okay, I support you on that journey. Everyone else is like, please don't stop posting them. They're relaxing. They're a nice cleanse in my timeline, blah, 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 which is great. Oh, okay. But um, for me, I decided... One, I love whales and I love whales because I'm a water baby. I've always felt most connected in myself when I'm in the water. Even as a kid, swimming was always my favorite activity. Even to this day, prior to COVID, I swam 50 laps a day. Can't wait to get back to that. And you know how people talk about runner's high? Mm. I was never a fan mm. of running. And especially when I was at my heaviest, running wasn't even on the table. Whereas swimming, you're weightless. So right. I could swim just as much as someone could run, but I could do it underwater. And then that's a full body workout. The number one thing with breathing is managing your breath. And that taps into, you know, my mindset, my meditation. And I get my best thoughts because once you're in that swimmer's high, I'm not thinking about move your left arm, move your right arm. My body's doing the motions and I'm just breathing. And then all of a sudden my head is clear. And that's when I have those thoughts and those breakthroughs. A similar thing happens when I'm in the shower because water is just a peaceful place for me. But it's always like a 10 out of 10 swimming. And then the second part about why I specifically love whales is because they're the biggest, well, specifically whale sharks. Those are my favorite. I share all whales, but whale sharks are my favorite because they're like the second biggest mammal in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But they're vegetarian, essentially. They eat plankton only. They eat the little tiny, 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 tiny little specks and nobody sees. And when I think of that, I think of this work. I think of all the power in the world that I have and use it for good. So a whale shark is the biggest Ooh. thing in the ocean and doesn't hurt anybody. So wow. for me, that reminds me Love of a quiet, a quiet, strong leader, even when you have all the power in the world. Well, <laughs> did you hear that? Let me get that mic for you. I almost dropped an AirPod on that truth. That was beautiful. Oh my God. Here I am thinking it's just like, it's my favorite animal. (laughs) Well, that is amazing. Yeah. So now, now when you see the videos, you'll think of of this. Yes. And then you'll think of me and how I am that type of leader. Love it. Love that. Oh my God. Maybe you won't be so scared. That's beautiful. And then we can do whale swim with whale sharks one day. No, too soon. Okay. Sorry. I'll go, I'll go swimming. I mean, I would do it. I I would do it. Done. Let's go. <laughs> What's a Paddle patty? Board. What's a patty? No, no, oh, that's no, like no, cool no. Code. Oh my, my god! Scuba diving license. Oh, but also oh. both. No, of no. Us. I, I, super, I was just super <laughs> mad that I got it wrong. <laughs> I fully I support have one that of those too. I don't think I can do scuba diving because my ears pop. Same. Oh, like it gets to a point where it's like so painful, and I can't like unplug them. Even yeah. for flying, I have to fall. I asleep. have a heart defect. And mm. going underwater and holding your breath for that long was like, a, it was not in the cards for me, but I no. got over it, especially because they put you in a community center pool and they're like, okay, pretend you're in the ocean. I'm like, <laughs> 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 ah, cool. 
Oh my gosh. I used to lifeguard at our local YMCA whenever they would do those scuba lessons. I would just be so panicked. I'm like, oh my God. So now if he gets stuck down there, I now have to go down and save him with an oxygen Yeah, with equipment. With equipment on, yeah. With equipment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ideally equipment off though, because if you're going to save someone, he's like, yeah. Free. Yeah, free you. (laughs) Yes. Okay, this this or that. I'm ready. I'm excited. Yes. All right. So would you rather have a pet whale of your choice that you can, it is free living in the ocean. You can go and visit it whenever you want that one whale or be guaranteed that you, anytime you want to go whale watching in the world, you are guaranteed to see all different types of whales. First one. First pet. hundred percent. Because you said they would still live free. So it'd almost be like, you know, free Willie wants the whales free and the whale still, the, Mm -hmm. the orca still remembers him. I want that. I want that part. Songs of the capture. Um, but I want to be like, I want to okay. swim in the water and all of a sudden this big whale being like, imagine being like under me and I can I can sit and like go through the ocean with yes. them. But they know that I can't breathe the same as them. How majestic. Which I'm pretty sure they do. They're very smart and I, I guarantee you they're smarter than us. Oh, They've yeah. lived on this earth ten mm. times longer than we have. Oh, yeah. We're... We're pennies. We're nothing essentially compared to them. But I've seen videos of a whale bring someone down completely random. The person just, I think, a scuba diver and brought them back up before their oxygen tank um, ran out. Wow. And that was a total rant. First time. So I'm like, imagine I built a friendship with a whale and they were like, yeah, we know they could probably feel my heartbeat or something. I don't know, but that sounds very exciting. (laughs) Talk about energy exchanging. That would be it for sure. Is that also why that humpback whale spit out that guy in the kayak? Did anyone see the video? Because it's terrifying. (laughs) I did see that. He's also, he's fine. He survived. What's up? What's up? He's great. He's great. I think so because they're probably 10 times more in tune than we are. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they've just as brains and communicating community. And I'm sure that they could sense fear and pain from him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is something that's not trying to hurt me. And you're not enough meal food for me to survive at all. You're a waste of my time to eat. Goodbye. Yeah. Or maybe they weren't even How trying respectful. to eat him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was just an accident. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he remembers it, though. Imagine that story. Like, what was it like to be inside of a yeah. whale's mouth? And how do we find that whale again? And maybe y'all can have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can ride that whale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe there's some apologies that want to exchange. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is now a whale <laughs> podcast, everybody. Yeah. Nature podcast. Hello. Hello. I love it. That was a great oh question. God. No one's ever asked me that before. But everyone asks Yay. about why I post a lot of whales. Oh, yeah. But I'm also like, it's me. You know, I, my Instagram is me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's the things yeah. I love, things that are me. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. And my favorite I, people. I love that your, your reactions are like, of course I'm doing that because it's me. <laughs> yeah, like, no question about it. Like, hello. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Instagram has now got this lovely feature that allows us to list our pronouns. So claps and snaps for that progressiveness. We're here for it for sure. But you've identified yourself as she slash hybrid for quite some time. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? For sure. Which, uh, yeah, I think it's great that Instagram has implemented that. And for me, a hybrid means, and this is what I told my parents when I was younger. I think I was in grade four or five. And I just said, 
I'm a hybrid. And they were like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> and I said, it means I don't want to do ballet anymore and I want to dress like a boy. And they were like, okay. You know, because back then in 1990, there wasn't mm-hmm. language available for me to actually describe my, describe what I was experiencing or feeling. But I knew that I, I remember thinking, okay, girls like pink and boys like blue. But I'm a girl that likes blue. Nice. Mm-hmm. And the girls like boys and boys like girls. But I'm a girl and I think I like girls. But I had to just sit with that and for myself. There was no place to have that conversation. It wasn't a conversation had. It was very, you know, there was still wasn't something that was openly discussed or supported as much as it is now. And so for me, the hybrid means that I'm sort of calling in both my feminine and masculine. I've always said that, like, I feel like I'm 50-50 of both from the way I talk, interact, body language, mannerisms, how I move through emotions, how I process, like everything. And so for me, hybrid was a way for me to define calling them both in. Because people have asked me, you know, how come you're not they and and them? And I'm like, for me, they and them feels like I'm saying I don't want either gender, mm. which is which is great. But for me, I'm like, I like both. I like, some days I'm more feminine, some days I'm more masculine. I don't, I can't predict. It just, it literally just flows through me. Love it. Yes. That's, I feel like hybrid should be more spoken on because that, yeah. that makes so much sense. Right. So that's why actually why I haven't used the Instagram pronouns because I don't give you an option to add your own. Right. Mm. So I still have it in my, in my profile for sure, mm-hmm. but I just don't have the Instagram ones. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. I do love that part of um, how a teaching has changed. Um, I've been teaching for almost a decade and the conversation is just so much more easy, authentic, mm-hmm. very inclusive, or it's getting to be more as we learn and continue to grow. But I just love that. I've had so many different students than I used to have. And I think that's because the conversation has been more normalized and you know sure. people are more accepting and the language around it has been such a beautiful transition. So I look forward to that growing too. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I was so stoked. As I said, you are like my hype human of life. I should trademark or you should trademark it because you are the epitome of. I was so stoked to see that you were the hype human for the BodCon. Did you always see yourself as a motivational speaker? Yes and no. So yes, as in it had been something that I would always visualize. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I'd always saw myself on stage, but I never saw what I was doing on stage. Mm Hmm. And when I started to get into coaching, like I remember even just sharing something with my class, like I had a big fear of public speaking. Wow. Not because like, you know, a small room or, you know, everyone here, that's easy. I can do that. No problem. But it's like every single person's eyes on you in a room. Time slows down. Five minutes on stage feels like uh, 65. Yeah. Mm. You, You think one word, it slows down and everyone, it's like, it can feel like a lot. So that's... I got nervous and and things like that. So when I started to get more into my coaching world, I was like, the natural evolution feels like public speaking because I I recognize that I'm only one person. I can't only coach one-on-one forever. That's not, you can't expand and it's not fully sustainable. Even for for a monetary, like there's only so much you can make if you're doing five clients a day per se, Mm -hmm. right? So I was like, yeah, okay. And I always am like, eight incomes or seven incomes, whatever the thing is. But I'm like, you know what, put, put an extra one more further, eight incomes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I could do the coaching. And if I add public speaking, then I can do that too. So then for my 30th birthday, I was like, face your fear. And my friend Jane, who is working with dress with, with dress for success, 
an organization that's worldwide, but the one in Toronto helping people who identify as women get, you know, set up for interviews, support, clothes, coaching, mentorship, stuff like that. And so she said, we do a speaker series. And if you want, you, you can be the next one. And I said, you know what, maybe not the next one, but why don't I do the September one after my birthday? So I booked it for like end of September. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I got to do it because I booked it. So now I have to do it. <laughs> and I straight up almost had a panic attack before going on stage. It was my first time. And someone really close to me just was like, hey, like, this is your story. Nobody knows it better than you. Mm. And that reminded me. And then I also watched, shortly before that, I watched a video by Jason Silva, who's one of my, one of my favorite thought leaders. And he speaks about flow and being in flow and how to achieve that flow state mindset. And for me, that reminded me that the memorization is what was throwing me off. Because you try to remember that one specific word, and then when you don't say that word, then your mind starts to scramble. So I decided to stop memorizing speeches and, vi and start visualizing me on stage, how I want to say it, what I'm going to look like when I say it, how I'm going to deliver it. And then from there, I give myself an outline. I don't rehearse. I don't, I don't really practice. Love that. So public speaking was always the eventual goal, but it took some time to get there and figure out what works best for me. Memorization might work for some people. It just didn't work for me. Did you wow. find that as a result of that, that you would walk, was there ever any gig that you like walked off the stage and you were like, there's no way I would have ever gotten there if I had written it into a script? Every time. <laughs> Good follow up. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Every time. For yeah. sure. Because when I'm in flow, it doesn't matter what word I use as long as I'm getting the same messaging across. Mm -hmm. So if I said the instead of to or but instead of and, who cares? The audience doesn't know. Only person no. who will know the difference is me. So if I let yeah. go of that and all that matters is that I'm making sure that I'm getting people the same messaging which is strong, impactful, tangible tips and tools that they can take home, then I, I throw away the script. I throw away the written speech. And now I don't do that. Like Unless some a company specifically asks for me to have them a rough draft and a fully customized speech, that's when I'll write it. But I still do that process. Visualize, outline, then write it. But then I also charge extra for that. Yeah, as you should. It's far more time for me to put into that, right? You're like, I am yes. way more authentic than this. Like you're asking me to do something <laughs> that's not my vibe. So I'm going to charge you for it. <laughs> yeah. And then if you, because some people want to yes. look it over everything, I say, every word, which is okay, no problem. Oh. But then I have to take the time to write the speech. So then you need to compensate me for that time. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Therefore, We're out right. here. <laughs> have to. <laughs> All right. Yes. Was there a certain moment or event that occurred in your life that made you shift into working on your inner confidence? Great question. Uh, I feel like for myself, that was at a really young age, though. I think mm -hmm. that probably happened for me between grade two and grade four. And I was bullied and then I became the bully when I changed schools in grade three because I was like, uh, if I'm the bully first, then nobody can bully me. A genius idea when you're in grade three before you walk in to the school, but totally. obviously it's not. It's actually not. But how? how what kid wouldn't have that mentality, right? We're so mm -hmm. taught that you have to fight fire with fire, but I'm like, let's fight fire with with water. 
Yeah. So then when I changed schools in grade four, I was like, okay, I've been bullied. I've been the bully. What can I do differently? And then that's, you know, the story that I share a lot because it really feels like the day that changed my entire trajectory. So I think that of my whole life. So I think that experiencing that bullying, then experiencing bullying others and being like, whoa, I don't want to make people feel the way I felt. And then in grade four being pushed because I was in a new classroom again to have to figure out another way and get into solutions, not problems. And so that's when I went around the room and introduced myself to every single kid and learned their name and something about them. And so then I ultimately disarmed them and took away the preconceived notions. And now that it is the tool that I still take with me everywhere I go, every single room I walk into. Every time, because instead of, you know, that feeling when you're in a big group and new people have joined and, and they've in, they've interacted with everyone and everyone knows who they are, or their name, and you and that person haven't had a chance. So it's just kind of like this weird, awkward, it still could be a good vibe, but it's still kind of like, we haven't met, but we're talking, you know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So now I'm yeah, like, I just weird. alleviate that. As soon as I walk in, hi, I'm Ray, nice to meet you. What's your name? To the joke where my friends go, oh yeah, I forgot to introduce you because I just knew you were going to do it. I was like, oh yeah, I already met everybody. We're good. We're best friends. <laughs> Like that happens. We're good. That happens for me too. Sometimes I'm like, or like I interrupt the person trying to introduce me because I'm already introducing. Yeah, me. I'm like, oh, we're already best friends. We did that while you were pouring the water. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it just makes it it opens things up rather than keeping things closed yeah. off, and then alleviates the elephant in the room and hopefully makes other people feel more welcomed. You know, and I think that has always allowed it to be more of an open space, no matter what space I'm going into. And even, and I bring that same tool to work. Even when I was throwing parties, mm. I was the only promoter that knew the name of every single person. It didn't matter if you were the person in the washroom and the, or the coat check or the bar back. I walked in and I knew everybody's name. And so then that shifted how I was then treated. I said, oh, can you grab me some extra ice? They're coming to my table first. Or whatever it might be, because I respected them. At the end of the night, if I had a big night, I tipped out everybody. Because in my eyes, we're still a team in some way, shape, or form. So I, even when I'm you know, filming with Nike, I'm on set and I knew every single person's name. So That's powerful. Yeah, and I, I don't know exactly what it means, but I think it definitely speaks to why I'm where I'm at in my life today. And what a beautiful way to make everyone feel seen. I was just going to say that, yeah. And I think the magic yeah. sauce is yeah. that you actually have to remember the names. Yeah. Which is tough. For sure. But take that extra step and then it's like, and because that first day on Nike set turned into a full national campaign. I have a yeah. feeling that had I not shown up as me, that wouldn't have happened. I guess it would have been mm-hmm. another influencer they'd worked mm-hmm. with. Well, you kind of already answered this next one, but if there's anything else, anyone who's maybe struggling in the confidence department that maybe isn't quite there to put themselves out there and introduce themselves that way, is there any other bit of advice you would give somebody who's struggling? For sure. For sure. I would say the next best one. And not everybody's different, so I don't expect everyone to do what I did. Um, I've been building my confidence since grade two. I'm 34 now. I'm pretty confident, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it looks easy maybe to others, but it still takes work every single day. Mm -hmm. So I would say the next best option for anyone who's looking to maybe have a different energy when they go into a new space is whoever you are engaging with, especially if they're new, ask questions. I always say the power of three. So if someone says, oh, I work here, ask them three questions about that. Because then you get a chance to calm down, 
slow your breathing, get, uh, you know, climatized to the energy in the room. That person's feeling good because now they're talking about themselves and you're listening. And then by the time they finish, you're have, you've had more time. And then they're like, oh, amazing. Tell me a bit about you. And even if they don't get a chance to flip it back, they leave there being like, wow, that person asked questions about me and listened. Huh. Yeah. Right. So always ask three questions. If they say, oh, I work at, you know, RBC. Great. Do you see room for yourself to move up there? Do you enjoy the team you work with? Do you, what's your back to office plan, et cetera, et cetera. And then by the time they finish those three questions, they're feeling like, Ooh, boom. So power of three. Ooh, power of three. That's a good one. Write that down, everybody. Get your pens and paper. (laughs) Write it down. (laughs) So I became so connected to you and your work when I heard you on the Papaya podcast talking about confidence. When I listened to that episode, I was at a turning point where I wanted so badly to lean in and build my own confidence. And some of those tools really are still today the foundation of when I approach situations where I start to doubt myself. So you talk about the power of affirmations. How did leading with love become the forefront for your daily focus? Mm, great question. Also, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy that that there's a lot of people that have been sharing that they've listened to that podcast. So that is just such a good feeling. There's still those post-its on my mirror to remind myself of like the daily practices when I Yes. <laughs> Me too. 100%. And in my phone everywhere. Lead with love became one of my, my, my usual top three is lead with love, no stress ever and spread positivity. Are usually my top three. And I say no stress ever because we always have a choice. I choose how I react to things. Things can be stressful. I am not stressed. Uh, but lead with love because I really started to understand that you never know where someone else is coming from or going through. And I majored in psychology and I've always been fascinated by why people do the things they do, even cognitively behavioral. I took cognitive behavioral coaching as well. And I'm also an observer. I'm a Virgo. So if you know anything about Virgo energy is that I'm very grounded Mm -hmm. and I can be quiet sometimes. So even if I am the life of the party, I'm still watching everything. I still have, I'm feeling everyone's energy. I'm feeling what's happening in the room. I'm seeing other conversations. So I would see someone get frustrated and say one thing to someone else. And then because that person spoke to them in a frustrated way, they responded with frustration and boom, 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 boom. Mm. So I'm always like, how do we alleviate that for myself and for others? And the underlying tone was lead with love. Because your frustration is not that person's problem. Yes. And even if that person caused the frustration, two wrongs don't make a right and fighting fire with fire is never going to work. And so that then allows us to hopefully all come from our higher self. So if someone sends me a passive aggressive email rather than being like, as per my last email, right? It's so easy to do that. So easy. But instead I pause, I take a deep breath, I walk away from it. And then I come back more level-headed and respond from a place of leading with love. So the lead with love also became a mantra that I would say to myself in those moments. Because there's been a lot of tough Mm -hmm. moments, even when I was promoting. You know, I had people be mean to me. I remember one guy spat on me and dumped his beer on me. And in that moment, I had a few decisions. And at this time, I think I was only 25. 
So your maturity level is slightly lower. <laughs> but I was also, it was my event. And I've always had this very, very, very big innate feeling that I will be a leader. And as a woman of color, there's always that back and back of your mind that your, your reputation will always follow you for good or for bad or for worse. And so in that moment, I took a deep breath and I said to myself, I wonder what is going through his life where he thinks that this would be okay to treat others. How, who treats him like this? And I went and got my security guard, who was my friend, because I knew his name. And I said, this person needs to be kicked out. And his table can be closed. And he still has to pay for it. And so then instead of me getting into a fight, potentially ruining this beautiful face, I got him kicked out, lost his money, and embarrassed because he got thrown out on his ass. So in the grand scheme of things, what was better? And so those are the moments that I will have to go through always. And I'm okay with that. I'd rather come from my higher self because in that if that story had gone differently it wouldn't have read oh this guy it wouldn't, might not have been oh Ray, this guy dumped a beer on Ray it would have been like whoa there was a huge brawl in the middle of the party mm -hmm. no bueno so I take that energy everywhere mm -hmm. I go so lead with love is the reminder for me that no matter what people bring or come at me with I choose how I show up and I try to always show up with lead with love I say hi to everybody I smile at everybody I say thank you for working to anyone where I've encountered in the last year in the Panini. And they're always so shocked, like, oh, my God, thanks. That's You're, right. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't have to do this. You delivered my food or I picked up the dog food for my dog or whatever it might be. It's like just little things that cost you nothing. Shift the energy and the aura that you're actually omitting. So what do we have to lose? Yes. Doing that authentically just changes. What a ripple effect, right? Absolutely. I tell my students all the time that happy people don't go around and make other people feel bad about themselves. So to keep that in mind acts. when it starts to get weird, because that's the age group where everyone smells weird and acts weird and looks weird. Yeah. So they're, so they're like 13 or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're 10, 14? but 10 now is like our 13. There's like a three year. Oh, right, 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 it's, right, it's, right. It's the hormones in the beef. I don't know. It's something Gross. in the chicken nuggets that they're eating. I don't know. Disgusting. But <laughs> <laughs> something in the water. There must be something in the water. Yes. <laughs> That's such a beautiful way. Because then you take your power back too. Because you're, you're, you're choosing. 100%. Oh, love that. So there are some people out in these streets, though, let me just tell you, who are like, affirmation, schmaffirmation. Thank God I got that. What would you say to people who are struggling or like just, you know, don't struggle with the power of affirmations? What would you tell them? Well, the first thing I would ask is, OK, well, are you where you want to be in your life? Ooh, there it is. And I imagine that the answer might be no. And then I would say, OK, are you open to trying something different? And they might say, maybe, yes, no, whatever. But I think the biggest thing about affirmation, it's not, it's not about, ooh, and I'm, I'm airy-fairy and I just magic. It's not actually about that. There's actually a, a full-on science to it. And the science is that affirmations allow you to embed it into your subconscious. And that also speaks to the power of repetition. You know, Aristotle said, Excellence is not what we are, but what we repeatedly do. And so it, affirmations may sound silly, but they're the number one way to arm and build your foundation of positive self-talk. 
because then your conscious mind doesn't have to do the work because your subconscious has got it. For example, if I were to say to myself, you can't do this, you know, who wants to hear a chubby queer black woman say that? My subconscious was going to be like, whoa, 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 no, 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 we don't do that. We've, we've worked on this. We know what we say. We know what we do. And then my conscious doesn't have to stress about it. So it's like that buffer from, from subconscious to conscious. If, it's, if it gets to my conscious, then that's when I'm having a panic attack before I go on stage. But instead, my subconscious is holding it down because I've built the foundation and it is prepared to combat that shit. And so that is actually the science of affirmations, not just about talking nicely to yourself. It's about actually embedding it into your subconscious so that it, your subconscious is on a new wave rather than the old wave of however you used to talk to yourself. It takes time, but eventually it becomes easier to speak to yourself with affirmations and then it becomes, you feel it embedded within you. Mm. So those naysayers probably just haven't fully given it a chance and haven't fully and probably understood the science. Yeah, I think it's a lot of like, people just assume it's very woo-woo, you know? I think affirmations... I'm not sure why this happens, but affirmations seem to be sort of put in the same category as like tarot card reading or some other form of spirituality, which is, they're great. They all serve their purpose, but it's like, that's not what that is, right? Like, yes, I think it has something to do with the fact that affirmation cards have really taken off. And so now people associate card pulling and all that kind of stuff. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. Like how, how can I connect with yeah. the card that I just pull? And I know for me, affirmations didn't start. Do I have card pull decks? Yeah, hundred percent. But it started with just, a, just a random journal, right? Just writing what I wanted to be. Yeah. I think everyone will find what works best for them. But if we take it back more to the science and the psychology is that the moment your feeling aligns with what you envision for yourself, naturally it shifts what you are attuning and attracting. And it actually speaks to quantum physics. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big nerd, so I could go on about this forever. <laughs> Anyone could just research <laughs> Some of the work by like Joe Dispenza or Jason Silva or a lot of these great thought leaders. And there's, it's a full on science because we are energy, you know, your body, your skin, everything. If you keep going and you keep asking, what's it made out of? What's it made out of? What's it made out of? Those cells are made out of energy. Those every little piece to our core mm -hmm. is built up of energy. So if you can get to a place where you can say, I feel this and I would like to get here, and you align with that wholeheartedly so that becomes part of your aura. So everywhere you go, people are feeling it. You know, I, I'm a manifester. I've never, there's nitty gritty steps on how to get to where I am today. I've never known. I don't, I've never had a business coach. I've never had a team. I've never had a marketing manager. I've never had any of that. But what I have is a vision. And that vision is my North Star. So everywhere I go, things just start to show up. Everything I have in my life right now, for the most part, except for what my parents, you know, did for me and, and you know, building their careers and giving us a good life, I've manifested for the most part. So I think I would suggest to people to go with baby steps and think if, if the airy fairy quote, quote stuff doesn't work for you, then look at it from a science. Amazing. We love that. The power 
The power mm-hmm. of words, right? Okay. As I remember when you started doing this, and I've just like loved it since you started. So we love your Friday feels. Thank you. Friday feels. <laughs> Meditations on Instagram. I know that Becca <gasps> plays. No, you class. don't. Yeah, every, every yeah, she every does. Friday during we have morning meeting, we have like a little class meeting just to set the tone and we do a mindfulness activity every day. But Friday, I stream the live on the whiteboard for everybody to see. And they're like, <gasps> it's Friday feels day. They come in so hype for it every Friday. No, I'm going to need you to film a video of that for me. That literally yeah, will. just touched my heart. <laughs> I, I could cry. Oh, you don't know what you're that people are going to see that you don't mm-hmm. like. When I started Friday Feels, it was never to, I was like, you know what? Let's meditate on Friday mornings together because there was a lot going on in the world and I forever want to create a safe space as much as possible for anyone to access, right? We talked earlier about how do you monetize things. Everyone's like, yeah, you could monetize that. I could, or I could continue to support people and the universe is going to keep supporting me. And actually this month is the one year of Friday Feels. And to see how many people have connected or sent me a message like I needed that. Every Friday feels like this is the reminder of why I do what I do, Mm -hmm. why I haven't monetized everything, because it's not about the money for me. The money will come. I have two full careers, but how but it's impact over numbers. So hearing that you played for your class also, why I don't cuss, why I yeah. keep it PG. I could trust you on that. <laughs> and ideally for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you could trust me on that because there's other people who Can you please send me some videos of that? I will. Yeah, absolutely. The first few times there was like those little giggles that you hear like kids are like, what is this? What is this? But after, or I would say like week three on, they would come in hype for it and they would just like, and I knew the kids that had <gasps> tough time at home. It was their time of rest. They would like, approach the challenges in their academics different and their social situations differently. And it's because I really do think it's because of the way that you set the tone for them for the day. So I will definitely take a, take a video. (laughs) Wow. That is the best reward anyone could have ever given me. The fulfillment is real. So thank you so much. Oh my God. That just made me all the adults, whatever, but it's the children. (laughs) 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 because I'm like they're the next generation and I'm like what if I had had these kinds of tools and resources when I was that age trying to figure things out Mm -hmm. so a reminder that we're gonna keep the Friday feels going as long as we can (laughs) (laughs) and they're gonna be the first to get my tees or sweaters or oh my gosh um, I'm coming to Philly I'm gonna come surprise the class and do a Friday feels in person one day I don't know that's where we're at (laughs) shook That would be amazing. That would be amazing. We're doing it. AMQ, you're coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's only I'm, like a five-hour drive, I'm ready. When the borders open. I'm ready. It's a real thing. Hot girl summer. Road trip. I'm ready. Like, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Confident girl summer yes. coming through. Imagine we did a tour of Friday Fields for youth. Oh, my God. Big goals. <gasps> And have it sponsored by companies so the schools don't have to pay for it because they're already underfunded. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all of the eye rolls. I can't, that just be my day. I was so happy. Oh, yay. Oh, well, I mean, I just got, we just took the energy way up. Yeah. And I was going to ask, I was going to ask that we would love for you to lead us and the Boo Crew through a quick meditation 
just to round out the episode, because I know a lot of humans who listen to our pod also know you, but we would love to encourage more people to tune in and just really see the power of meditation and affirmation. So if you could take us through one of those, we would so appreciate it. Sure. We'll do one quickly before we wrap up. So let's start. So anyone who's listening, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. You, this is all about just taking a pause for you. So if you're not following along with what I'm saying, that's okay. But the idea is that you will pause and take a deep breath in whatever way works best for you. So let's pause and take two deep breaths here at your own pace. In whatever way works best for you. If possible, you want to have a nice big inhale through your nose and outhale, exhale through your mouth. And for anyone who's new, a couple of tips is just counting from one, two, three inside your head on your inhale and three, two, one down backwards on your exhale. Tip number two, for anyone who prefers physical cues like myself, and if this is available to you, is just raising your hands slowly up on your inhale and slowly down on your exhale. And with keeping that in mind, let's take two deep breaths at your own pace, using whatever way works best for you. And I will share in some affirmations together. I'll ask you to repeat after me out loud or inside your head. I'll say each affirmation three times, followed by my name, and you will say yours. And if this resonates for you, you can put your hand over your heart. Just as a way to connect further with mind, body, soul. Big inhale before we begin. No release. I love you. I love you. I love you, Raya. I honor you, I honor you, I honor you, Raya. (sighs) 
You are more than enough. You are more than enough. You are more than enough, Raya. And just pause here for a moment. You can lower your hand if you would like. And just allow that to absorb into your subconscious. Maintaining your breath as best you can. And just thinking about how it felt to say those affirmations to yourself. And when you're done, you can open your eyes. And just take one more big deep breath and move your body in whatever way feels good for you. Coming back to the here and now. Thank you so much. Oh man, I'm ready to tackle this day even more now. Right? It feels like it closed for me. It like closes all the tabs, yeah. the windows that I have open, and just frees yes. up some mental clarity. And also, that was like four to five minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour or two hours or right. It can literally just be a couple minutes. Oh, thank you so much. We so appreciate your time. I appreciate you both. I'm so so proud of you both for just creating this safe space and doing the damn thing. And I'm sure there'll be much more things we're going to do together in the near future. Thank you. Speaking it into existence. Manifesting. <laughs> Starting with in real life yeah. ASAP for me. ASAP. I'm ready. <laughs> the world is Literally opening Literally, patio. Just, I'll be waiting at the border. Waiting at the border like it's oh. a starting line just to sprint across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll come tag you like a relay. Like you're just there <laughs> <Yeah>. waiting. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we're so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for you both. Have a great day. Thanks to everyone listening. And I'm sure you'll add all my good stuff and people can find me, obviously. Yes. Everything will be <laughs> in know. the show notes for sure. Let's go. Let's get to those 10K downloads. Boo, 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 boo. Yes. Ah, so exciting. Love you both. Have a great day. Well, I don't know about you, but I am definitely ready to, I like leave with, we always say chi-chi's up and like my chi-chi's are up. How are your chi-chi's feeling? My chi-chi's, if I put them any up anymore, they're going to knock the microphone Whoa, away. Oh, there it is. <laughs> my chi-chi's are very chi-chi. Yes. If you would like to, um, can, my chi-chi's are very chi <laughs> I tried to just like not let the. I had to give that a moment of its own right there. Um, if you would also like to connect with Coach Carrie, we will for sure put all of the ways to contact her in our show notes. And what takeaways did you have? As always, slide into our DMs at I Got You Boo Pod on Instagram or email us at hello, hello with three O's at I Got You And of course, if you love our vibe, rate, review, share, and subscribe. See you next week. I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you. Bye. bye.